task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. What you coming, nigga? They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built into liability. What makes you think you've been controlled? Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of Tanthea Seniors Network. We are brought to you by, of course, Tropics. Um, let's see who else. Limeade. There's always what, a bread one that Nal always mentions. I don't know what kind of bread, but I know. Look I'm sure you. it's really good bread. It's really good bread. That voice you hear is, of course, Oborts. Wow, you, you really didn't want hey. me to say your actual name. Oborts. Oborts. Oborts, of course. This is our bod. Our bod. This is our boys episode. <laughs> Our boys episode, as you know, um, because we're doing Zoom podcasts now, the po- the audio you're going to hear at the beginning is going to be me and Olivia talking about the boys, and then it's a follow-up conversation on Zoom between me, Nal, and Andrew. That conversation, while great, Andrew has amazing takes, does get choppy at some points. Nal has a, a audio lag, and Andrew, of course, thinks that Nal is shitting most of the time. He's not responding to his questions. So, typical, I need a minute podcast, but... We want to get into the boys. Um, pause. Wow, this is gonna go well. Because uh, I, okay? <laughs> I watched, I watched the boys last year. Was not that impressed with it, but thought it was a, a good show that I'll give a shot. You know, we're in a pandemic, so anytime there's a new show coming out, you're like, fuck it, like let me give it a chance. And then for season two, I kind of put on one episode, and you watched it in the background. And can then I, you liked it. Can so, I explain which episode so, it was? Yeah. So I don't know what number it was, but the episode was, um, it was the newfound love between Homelander and Stormfront. Mm. And the specific scene of this episode was <laughs> Homelander's hand against a guy's head in an alleyway. Yep. And he's speaking to him. And all of a sudden it closes up on his crotch where Stormfront is now rubbing his crotch. Yep. And it gets really heated, and the man's skull breaks and blows up. And that's what I saw. And I was like, what the fuck is this show? What the hell are you watching? And now you watched all two seasons. And since I've been hooked. That was one of your (laughs) big takeaways, I remember, um, phrasing. That anytime Homelander was in a situation, if a woman just rubbed his dick, it calmed him down immediately. Yeah. I mean, it calmed him down, but it killed... Is that would that be calling calming him down? Well, for Stormfront and Homelander, they were kind of bonding over a murder. That's their that's their vibe. It's like a homicide. Oh, it's calming him down in the sense that it's removing his thoughts from something worse. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Got it. So, how did you? Because I I phrase it as binge watching. You're like, I didn't binge watch it. That's how she talks. Wow, that's not how I sound. <laughs> so you're like, I didn't binge watch it. You had a a slower binge watch. Because you limited yourself to two episodes per day, right? Yeah, two episodes. But there are some days that I actually didn't watch it. But yeah, within, let's say, two weeks, I finished two seasons. Two seasons. So that would be considered a binge watch. But given COVID, I feel like I would consider a serious binge is watching one season in one day. Which is what Andrew did. Andrew finished all of season two in one day yesterday. So, That's insane, Andrew. So let, let's rewind to season one, right? And then you saw how the boys began with Huey and his girlfriend talking yeah. about their future. And then A-Train runs through her and Huey's left holding her hands. And yeah. This... <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on Huey as a human being. <laughs> let's just jump right into it because in season one, he then also develops a relationship with Starlight. 
And this bothered you the whole it time. It bothered me so much because I feel like I feel like, yeah, it could have happened. Mm-hmm. I just think that the writing of season one, they didn't it didn't show the enough time between his morning of the death of his girlfriend his past girlfriend and then all of a sudden he just has the hots for stormfront and it's like immediately as soon as they start chatting you can see a little twinkle in his eye it's like she doesn't even fucking exist the ex-girlfriend yeah and you think robin saying (laughs) robin and so to me i just think that's i just i honestly huey i don't know man if you clearly he didn't really care about her that much if he's Fallen for Stormfront. Okay, oh, I, I understand who that you said that, but he suit. went on this entire rampage of joining the boys and the butcher I know. to take down the soups. Okay, so maybe, okay, so maybe this is where the binge quote binge uh-huh. comes into play because it didn't seem like it was a long enough time to mourn. I'm agreeing with you, man. It feels like, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, man. I I could see if you know he's get it, he's trying to get over her, and then he's just going on random fucks all yeah. the time. Because that that's how some people deal with it. But it's that he developed but a relationship. He developed that a you. relationship. He developed intimate feelings. Um, he started. You could see from day one, from the twinkle in his eye, yeah. the day that they sat on the bench together, that twinkle. You think, okay, there's gonna be something deeper in this, and this is annoying. So wait a second. <laughs> so if he had just fucked her, you'd have been fine, and there was no relationship. That's yeah, if good. it was just you know some sadistic, like I'm gonna fuck a soup because yeah. I'm pissed that yeah. a soup killed my ex, and then he's gonna so betray her at the yeah. end. That's fine. Yeah, or if even if he fucked her in the beginning, the initial thing was the that thought, and then if he eventually fell in love with her, okay, I could have been more okay with that mm-hmm. because the original idea was something dark and more sinister. Versus this, it just honestly it felt like a completely different someone, a different writer wrote this Huey compared to the Huey that was going on his destruction from when he lost Robin to the new Huey that first meets Star... star so let's what's say, her name? Starburst? <laughs> <laughs> Stardust? So let's say... Let's say, um, let's see how, how could I put this? Um, a superhero ran through your hands and ran through you and the, then okay. I'm just left holding yeah. your hands. Mm-hmm. And who can we put in this? Like Doja Cat. For instance, I'm thinking of like someone famous, and then Do- Doja Cat. Okay. Did you guys connect on not ever eating vegetables together? Something, so, so, something like that. I eat vegetables. <laughs> I the know. Fuck. Okay. You do. Or or, or SZA or or someone okay, right. Okay. And then immediately you as Ghost Olivia, you're watching this happen and you're watching this play out. What would be the the appropriate time period you would say? Before I could hook up with Doja Cat or SZA. What, first of all, is the hookup a uh, quick fuck or is it actually intimate romance? No, it's like what happened, what happened with, with Huey. Yeah. Um, I would say you need at least six to six to twelve months. Six at to least, twelve months. At least. At least six at to least. twelve months. Come on. Bare minimum. If for in the show, it feels like it happened after two months. Not even. This is. So and also, funny because... I would haunt you. Just letting yeah. you know, uh-huh. I will be haunting you yeah there would be books it was the flying off shelves thing. it was the first thing that <laughs> flickering you said lights <laughs> that was the first thing and then you know the second thing was when they mentioned eleuthera and pink sands beach and what was yeah. your response when you said that when you saw that uh i've never been there thanks for yeah. taking me do you even love me <laughs> yeah was that it yeah 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 that's it that's it okay moving on <sighs> okay huey's punchable face yeah, so he's actually really i think he's cast really well mm-hmm. because he has there's a mix of liking him because you, I do like him as a as a character. Uh, no, let me take that back. His face is extremely punchable, but 
But right. I like that about the character. That's right. why I think that they cast him really well. I think that's what makes me like it Do because it suits it so well. Simon Pegg has a punchable face because in the comic books, Simon Pegg, the yeah, guy who plays the his dad. dad is the is who Huey no. is based on. I do not you think, think Simon Pegg has a punchable face, no. Ah, I think he's kind of punchable. Really? It's just that he has a more endearing personality. Yeah, and I think it's maybe because I also know him as a character in different like movies a, and different films. Like, yeah. So I don't see him immediately as one character versus Huey. I don't know that actor. I don't think I've seen him in other... But he does look like... Remember I told you he looks like uh, the guy from um, The Sun. Or he could be a brother to... What, what the fuck, fuck are you talking about right um, now? The show that we both realize that we both watch and it's almost paranormal and there's a scientist, uh, Butcher's oh, dad. Fringe. Fringe, thank fringe, you. So yeah. Fringe, what's the, all of, no, the, the, the guy in Fringe. Ah, uh, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Exactly. Joshua Jackson, yeah. They look very similar. They do. Why right? They might be brothers. I wonder we, if they're we'll brothers. We need to look at this later. Yeah. I, that, that was useless to bring up, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. But okay, so so moving on from Sorry. Huey and his punchable face and his love for Billy Joel, you shared a love for Billy Joel. Uh, I love Billy Joel. Okay. Uh, can we talk about Starlight? Because you also had a lot of Starlight thoughts at the beginning. Her small chin, the round face, her frumpy outfits. Okay, so yeah. I didn't have the thoughts on the facial features until I heard you guys talking about uh -huh. it and I agreed. Yeah, she does have a very, uh, like a tiny, a petite face. Yeah. But I think that's, that. Also, she's cast really well. Um, I think her outfits are... Okay. I think... I understand where they're trying to go with. You know, really trying to play her down. But I mean, it's she has such a unique face. And she's clearly very famous. If you're part of the Seven, and America's mm -hmm. obsessed with fame and celebrities. Right. Especially her being famous in the smaller communities because of the whole Christianity religion thing. I think it's insane that nobody can can see her when she puts on a hoodie. I agree. It's insane. I agree that... But maybe that they did it on beyond, purpose. Maybe that's just... Like, it's a whole Sam Kemp You know thing. how that um, Huey um, fucking Starlight too quickly for you and falling in love with her? That was your takeaway. Yeah. That was your thing, right? Mm -hmm. For me, the more egregious thing was that she was running around. <laughs> she, she was running around and no one was recognizing her. Because yeah. you know what I realized even yesterday when I was bringing up the analogy of a sports athlete like she's at least Steph Curry famous or um Tom I Brady still famous think right she's more famous I than that. now I think that she's more famous because of this she's a superhero yeah and like Steph Curry or Tom Brady would be like they're American athletes how many more American athletes are there in the world right so as a superhero she's one of seven but then I also thought Americans don't know any of the world leaders except their own because I, I was thinking, like, they wouldn't know Angela Merkel if she's walking around. But because the because Vought has framed this as these are very famous people. They're a combination of athletes and politicians and, like, billionaires who you all know. So think, for her to be walking around. And she's in season one, she's out to dinner with Huey. She, Huey has a friend come over who obviously, like, he tried to, like, see what the relationship was because he wanted to fuck Starlight. And then in season two, she's doing it again. Starlight is um, not Kim Kardashian famous, but Kourtney Kardashian famous. I think she's a, a Kardashian famous. Maybe Rob, no, Rob Kardashian, she's above that. But I think she is Kardashian famous. Mm. Not comparing to the decisions she's made in her no, life. No, or, no, 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 but no, she, no, Oh my God, Kris Jenner is like Vought. <laughs> Kris Jenner is Vought. Yeah. Wow, okay. Sorry, that just, that just came. That she, makes so much fucking sense. Oh my God. Okay, let's not make this about the Kardashians. But but any, that makes sense though. Now right? I kind of want to make this about the Kardashians. So oh Kim God. would be Homelander. 
You think so? No. I think, I actually think, I think, um, I think Kris Jenner is Homelander. No, but she has to be the head. She's both. She's Homelander. She's Homelander and she's, she's Vought. Okay. So who is, okay, what does that make the Jenner girls? I don't know. The um, is Kylie and, Kylie and Kendall. Yes, those are the names. I like think, the Deep and A-Train? Okay, I think the Deep is, oh my God. Okay, wow, this, we need to, we okay, need to yeah, sit with we, this. We this will be another, you know, when season three comes out. Yes. We can, we need to, okay. we can really break this down. Okay, okay, and We need okay. to remember. Good. Now, I had All the this, listeners, please remind us. Thank you. I had asked you this <laughs> off, the, off mic, but what is your compound V power? Okay, so only because I told you. Don't I was don't make it this. awful. Yeah, go ahead. I to, I told you I was going to mention yeah. this because I've been reading a really great book uh, trilogy lately. And You're welcome. I'm thank you, and I'm yeah. very inspired by the characters, the powers of these characters. So I'm going to steal their powers, and that would be my um, my superpower, which is being able to um, pull from the energies of the earth and the sky. And being able to create earthquakes, you can you can actually rip people apart through the energies of the earth. You can basically do anything. You can travel through rock. It's freaking insane. So you're basically amazing. That would be your power. Yeah. How cool would that be to no, be connected that like with a cool the power. earth? Do you have a name thought of? Or no? Um, it would be no. I'll. You know what? Talk about your superpower, and I'll come back to you. Okay. So when I put this question on the board, you know, the first thing I thought of was mm-hmm. like. What is your compound V power that no matter what in all superhero movies, you know, is the most important power? Money. It's always the most important power. Oh, wait, you know what? Sorry. You said money and I immediately heard now being like, he just always talks about capitalism. Yeah. But you know why it would have to be like money think? And we talk about this later in the podcast is that in Avengers, they need Tony Stark because someone has to pay for Avengers Tower and all that time travel stuff that they build for Avengers Endgame in DC. Um all of their property, Batman has to pay for the billionaire. So maybe the Gustavo Frank character, the Vought guy, maybe he is the one who has the most superpower because he is the wealthiest. And he has to like build this whole building for them. He has a room where that's soup proof that he can put them in, except for probably Homelander. And he can create more superheroes. So other than that, that was a boring one. But I'll try to pick a more fun one. Can I top your boring one with another Boring Ridicul- one? Ridiculous boring one. Uh, go. Imagine being um, able to create any cult. You'd be, you could be a cult leader in anything and always have people believe you. So like people, like the Twilight Zone episode where they were yeah, always clapping. All, like but that. minus the like constant cult. applaud. But seriously, you could just create an idea and everyone would just And be everyone like, believes oh whatever, God, whatever idea, idea you say. Yeah. That's good. It's called the Republican Party. Yeah. But um, <laughs> let's see. For superhero powers that I would pick, I want a combination of um a train speed and because the flash is my favorite superhero but i want a combination of a train speed and and i would like for um because the flash also has a healing factor so you don't need the wolverine thing i want the speed and then the the eyes the laser eyes that homelander has i think that combination is almost an unbeatable superhero and do you need the flying would be cool but if you can do those two things just because of all the things I've read in comic books, that that's it. Like yeah. you can basically think your way out of a whole lot of problems. Yeah. I think actually, sorry, just listening to you, I just thought of my great superpower name. Mm-hmm. I would just be called Rift. 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 Nice. Just because like rift good zones job. and tectonic plates and all that thing. I good think job. Rift is a good one. That or stone, but stone is kind of lame. Rift. Rift stone? 
No, just Rift. Rift Stone sounds like a porn name. Yeah, that's why I'm not picking it. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, Earthquake uh, we went through, and let's see. Okay, because <laughs> we're jumping Butcher. around. Butcher. <laughs> really speaking, speaking of superpowers and rifts and earthquakes, Butcher. Butcher, no superpowers, <laughs> kick the soup's ass I don't know constantly, how he's still all alive. the time, and he's still alive. And he's still alive because... And Homelander even said this when he met Butcher, I think, like, and recognized who he was. And he said, your heart's not beating faster. Like, your Butcher was no more afraid of him than anything else. He just stood there because... He's not afraid of death. That's he's why. He's not afraid of death. Like, the love of his life is gone, raped by Homelander, and disappeared. And there's a whole scene about her sitting on the bench. And Butcher just trying to find her, joining the CIA, getting all these skills... And what are your thoughts on Butcher as a character? Because we did kind of do like the Butcher voice at one point to see who could do a better Butcher. You want to give us some of your... I'm okay. I'm good. Oh, okay. Cool. You don't want to do it. Um, cool, 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 cool. Are you going to do no, it? No, no. Go for it. So um, I, I actually... I, I really like Butcher. I like his character. I think he's cast well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that... He is super annoying. He needs to have some kind of emotional growth or else he's just, his character is just going to get boring and old because you can only do what he's doing for so long before people who are, people can't connect with him anymore. What, what can people connect with him? He had someone who he loved and he cared about and now that person is gone. He has nothing else. So something needs to drastically happen where he needs to grow um, and develop himself. But I know that you have a take on, I think it was the last episode where he had an outfit change and you were super upset about that. I don't remember this now. He was what? in a black sweater. Oh, yeah. Butcher <laughs> in a turtleneck. What the fuck? Yeah. No, that's not he the butcher. No, 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 no. Get the outfit. fuck out of here. That's... As, you know, do you realize as soon as he was in that sweater, his wife died? Yeah. Yeah, so. Don't do that. Know your truth, Butcher. <laughs> I, okay, so these are my immediate Butcher takes and I think um, just coming off that he is really well cast and the same thing with Homelander in season one I kind of wondered if there was someone else who could be cast and now I'm like no these are the two actors who needed to be in this role and Butcher takes that from season one when he kept getting in their way and getting in his own way one his Spice Girl speech is amazing and great for the culture and but when the FBI director gives him an out and says, you can't get Homelander, but everyone else will be um, in the clear, that's when you realize just how selfish Butcher is. Because he could have gotten everyone in the clear and then gone back after Homelander. But he kind of, Butcher knows that he needs his team with him. And I think that what's going to be fleshed out more in season three is his relationship with his little brother and then why he looks at Huey as a little brother. And I think like that's really important. His canary in the coal mine. Really important for the character. But I love the character of Butcher when he's not like wearing a turtleneck sweater because it just does not work for him. I don't care how cold it is. Butcher's going to wear a dark Hawaiian shirt and a trench coat over it and punch people in the face. His Hawaiian shirts are so great. Yeah. So great. Like, don't, don't fucking ruin something that's working, Butcher. And Butcher is like, he's so important to the show that when he disappears from the main group, you're like, go back with your people. And what I want for season three is I want, and they kind of hinted at it in the finale, is for the boys to gear up and actually go at the soups with a plan to take them out. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. we haven't seen that. The closest we got was that they all distract Stormfront and Homelander to get the his family out. But I also liked how, and I want to get your take on this, how Butcher was not about the kid. Butcher was like, fuck this kid. <laughs> it was like, I want my wife back, but I don't want the kid. Why can't have the kid? I think, yeah, because when he got, when he was, when he was going to say, um, when he made the deal, sorry, to yeah. get rid of the child, um, that was a moment where he lost sight of what he truly needed, mm-hmm. which was, he just wanted to be with his wife. Yeah. But I actually think he lost sight of that because he, that showed how desperate he was to just kill, get rid of any soup. He actually put his love aside for that moment. Then when he, he realized, I think, how much he fucked up was when his wife made him promise. Yeah. And when he saw her die, because he could have easily killed the son. Mm-hmm. And um, I still think that son should just die because we don't want his acting anymore. I, yeah, we don't want his Great. acting. It looks perfect for the role. Shit actor. Terrible actor. He needs to I work on it. I do have to say I kind of wanted Becca to die. I mean, someone needed to die. I felt like there were, there were so many people were living, and it was, it's, I don't know, I just feel like in this show... Like too many characters? Yeah, I mean, too many okay. Char- kill off some of these main characters. And yeah, exactly, because they were killing a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scene where, you know, your girl AOC was killing everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were dying there. Even the, the speedrunner, the other guy. The other guy, whatever he his died. name is. No one cares. Yeah. Um, but, but no one actually important was dying, and I think that's what they were missing. They mm-hmm. needed to have that kind of connecting with someone and then killing like game of thrones i mean they did it a lot game of yeah. thrones was like you know but like there. end of season two someone, someone like the boy to. some of the boys characters have to die whether yeah. that's going to be mother's milk or frenchie mm-hmm. or someone from that group is going to have to die for i think the show to go to another level i'm glad they didn't kill frenchie though yeah i'm glad they didn't kill frenchie frenchie's, frenchie's a really likable character he's likable because he's and he's also um sorry to interrupt but he's he's not only likable but i or i think the reason why he is so likable also is because he's just he has this really hard um exterior but then they really show this really soft part of him um and also the fact that he's so fluid with his sexuality not when and he's his crop tops his girlfriend and his boyfriend he's, yeah. he's not soft then no so. <laughs> oh wow pause it was um but i think that that's why frenchie is such a likable character because he really they need i don't know i feel like in the writing they're like oh let's just sprinkle some gender fluidity but i feel like (laughs) that's exactly the character you kill because like the audience really likes frenchie like they're not gonna kill huey even though we would we might prefer huey die over um over frenchie but they're not gonna kill huey no they can't because huey and I'm going to say this later on the podcast. Huey is like, they're setting this up for him to be with Starlight and then for the AOC character to be like, come on, social justice, let me suck your dick. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so quick quick thing. I know this isn't um, on the notes, but Mother's Milk. Do you think Mother's Milk is going to be in season three as much as he was in season two? There is gonna have, they're going to have to do something to get him back in the show. So yeah. I think like, I don't know, like, they're going to have to kill his wife or something or some like he's going to have to have the kind of motivation that butcher has because now where we're at the team is basically broken up uh, and you know for all tv shows they have to get the band back together and of course for season one and episode three that won't i mean season three episode one that won't be the case but we'll see what it's like mm-hmm. after but um yeah i think he's out for now and just quickly on the deep because i know you enjoyed the deep's character arc and his because <laughs> and him joining the church just give us 
just your quick thoughts on the deep and where we saw the deep begin, mm-hmm. where he whipped out his dick. He did the old whip out and then just trying to see what Starlight was about. And then him basically turning into a rapist. It's the showman. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird because the deep immediately starts with something very terrible, what yeah. he does, right? Yeah. It's so interesting to see how as a human, when you watch other, it's so easy to empathize mm-hmm. with other people when you see more of their story. And so they really tried. Um, I think the deep is going to be a lot in season three Yeah. because um, from the beginning, right? He did that really shitty thing. And then from there, it was just constantly learning about his turmoil, about his um, obsession for being loved, similar to Homelander, how he would do anything to get Mm. his attention again. I mean, he's not at the same level as Homelander, but he does have similar thoughts. He's very broken. He's very desperate. Mm -hmm. And it really showed that he's also so malleable um, because he doesn't have the same strength as Homelander. He can't control the same way. So he's more desperate to attach himself, affiliate himself with anybody, no matter who it is, to get him to that level again. So that's why getting into the church, though he was hesitant at first, he's willing, even his his friend uh, Falcon or whatever his name was, I forget now. The guy with the bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was so willing to just remove that relationship because he's so desperate himself. He will do anything to ruin anyone to get up there. So... I actually think um, season three will have a lot to do with the church. We'll have a lot. I think the deep will be very much part of that. And um, it's strange how I, how I felt bad for him because that's what they did. They did a really good job at you almost forget about what he did and you almost feel sorry for him. Because you know? they, they did two things, right? Like they made it comic in yeah. that you just saw him with his pants down. He's jerking off in yeah. front of her. And he's like, oh, come on. You said I was your favorite. Which like... That seems like the kind of thing, especially in the Me Too movement, like that a lot of famous dudes like tried to pull that move. Absolutely. And then like his move was then um, to tell her that she'd be kicked out of the seven and her whole life would fall apart if she didn't suck his dick. Yeah, because she ruined the screens. Right. And And then they had like the whole uh, Me Too storyline play out in uh, season Mm -hmm. one. And they, I like how they don't have Starlight forgive him. And Starlight is just adamant like he cannot fucking come back. So the only way the deep is gonna like be able to come back is if Starlight's not in the seven anymore. Yeah. Cause I don't think that Starlight should have forgiveness for the deep in in this. And I, I understand like everyone's um I guess take that he's a more empathetic character now, but typically in TV shows when you see shit like this happens, you know what happens? That character dies. Like in Game of Thrones, no matter how good Jamie Lannister was, it was still in everyone's mind. He fucking pushed a kid out a window and did a whole lot of awful shit. Quote, unquote, raped Cersei at her son's funeral and mm. then they redeemed his character and was a likable character at the end. So, but that character always kind of ends up dying. Okay, so do you think... I like how you raised your hand. There's only two of us. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so do you think... Um, okay, I think the Deep will probably die in season, mm-hmm. season three. Um, but do you think the Deep will die out of... Uh, doing something heroic like i think the only oh, way yeah, that she'll forgive him maybe yes, is if he dies for her definitely he's gonna do and something that's what heroic. they're gonna have to yeah he has even to. like oh another thing that traumatized you the scene with the whale yeah i was thinking about that <laughs> god 
God, man. I just, you know, those moments piss me off. So, because even honestly, the deepest, he's just such an idiot. It just goes to show that it, it really, it really mirrors, um, entertainment and, uh, celebrities in the States now, yeah. how America is so desperate to create a celebrity, to create something big. They don't care about anything else about your past. They don't care about anything about how good you are at something. They just want to make someone famous for money. Right. So it just yeah. goes to show the deep, there were so many other characters, but the reason why he became seven is probably because his numbers, his engagement yeah. rates, his, yeah. his follows her, his likes were all he so seems high. Like someone who would be a great influencer. Exactly. He's, he's probably the most, the best influence quote influencer of all of them because yeah. he has the looks he has, you know, he, he has, um, his superpower has to do with nature, you know, Gals like climate. Yeah. It's like nature. Ex- Our next podcast coming up. <laughs> oh, good transition. Cows like nature. Cows like nature. So, um, oh, I don't even know where I was going with this now. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're anyway, let's about get into the church. Let's get into church because okay, I have a question. What was Fresca about? Why is Fresca? I have so, no idea. No one is, knows. Is that it's just supposed to be something funny? It's like, like maybe, an inside joke for people or, if you follow it that yeah, much. But probably. I don't know anything else. Because I was thinking maybe they. I bet you they just. It's just like a, a joke on how the church is endorsed by Fresca or something. Can I? Uh, I want to ask you a, one last question on this. Uh, Girls Get It Done, which was like the theme that they repeated in the show for their movie. And they had, they were making fun of uh, Marvel and Avengers. Because I remember the scene in Avengers where all the like women superheroes are like up like, we can do this. And Spider-Man gives um, Captain Marvel the Infinity Glove. They made fun of that in their fake movie on Mm -hmm. um, The Boys. And then they actually did it when... All of the women were beating the shit out of Stormfront. Yeah. What did you think in those moments? Did you go, girls, get it done? Or did you no, just think, I, like, why is it, why are they pandering to me? Yeah, exactly. I was not, I honestly forgot about the quote, girls, get it done. It's not, uh-huh. a, it's not a memorable <laughs> but thing. It, I just feel, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel, I don't know. It the feeds whole... into the whole, like, um, social media, like, oh, you, a corporate thing just selling a movement to you. So you're like, oh, female empowerment, but it's sold through the eyes of a corporation. And they would exactly. come up with a phrase like, girls, get it done. And it would look as cheesy as that. It's just annoying. It, yeah. To me, it's just, I mean, I, okay. So the end when they were just beating up Stormfront, yeah. I didn't, in my mind, I didn't think, oh yeah, girl power. Yeah, girls, so cool. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I just, to me, that scene was more the most genuine. It wasn't like, okay, let's select all the women and we have to make this scene and and we have to customize it to everybody's needs oh i know it was it was reflecting that and it was symbolizing that but it felt more just like people beating up people and i think it was done much better than what they did in avengers just because those were the three super powered women beating the shit out of stormfront yeah and all of the boys who did not have superpowers were just like on the side like yeah y'all beat beat the fuck out of her i kind of wanted one of them to like kill her because i just said why doesn't someone just grab her neck and snap the neck because in the comic it's the boys actually beat down stormfront Mm -hmm. because in the comic book stormfront's a man so it's all dudes beating up on a dude but what did you i do like how um what's butcher's wife name again becca yeah how becca um put a knife in her eye i just think that was hilarious that was great but um yeah, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense why they didn't kill her. And that reason was just because, I mean, it's a show you need. You can't, it would be, if it, it, 
honestly, Homelander could kill everyone if it was, yeah. you know, but it's a TV show. There's yeah. entertainment. They're not going to kill her that way. They just want to put that, they want to put that scene in specifically just so you can just see them beat her up because that's how everybody's feeling. Feeling about Those her. girls who are beating her up are all the audience watching, mm-hmm. right? So they can't just have one girl. They have to have all the girls that relate to every single person who is watching this TV show. And just to put that scene in, because that scene did not have to happen. It was fucking useless, yeah. right? But the reason why they did it is because they want everyone to feel like a little piece of them. Okay, everyone can beat up a Nazi. I, this is how it feels. Everyone can feel this I for wanted, 10 seconds. not going to lie. I kind of wanted Kimiko to like have it on her own. I kind of wanted her to get her revenge and beat the shit out of her to yeah. that extent. But okay, this has been part one of the Boys Podcast. Now we're going to seamlessly, seem, seamlessly, seamlessly transition into part two. Nice. <laughs>